0: Welcome to Spoilers, Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and will do so with spoilers. You've been one. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Johnny, And for this episode, we are going to look back to a movie we saw last month called The Post. Jeez.
1: It was previously called The Pentagon Papers, but around right. the middle of the year, they changed it, they, they change it to The Post and stuff. Hmm? and it's based on the real uh, life event where the new york New York Times first published a Pentagon part a part of the uh, Pentagon papers right and then right. it got shut down by the white House so it, uh, the Washington Post, which got a larger part of the uh, Pentagon papers, was left to determine whether or not they should they should uh, they should continue publishing the Pentagon Papers despite the objections of the white house mm-hmm.
0: exactly it's it's less more about like journalism one one Mm -hmm. And more about like the big decisions that happen during that event. So if you watch, if you are looking for a movie about journalism, investigative journalism, go watch. um, What was that one? Spotlight. Spotlight. Go Mm -hmm. watch Spotlight instead. But this one is more about like what happened at that event.
1: Yeah, it's more of a historical. Yeah, it's more about like it's more about decision making. There's elements of of investigative uh, journalism based on with the guy. uh, What's the guy? The guy from. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul? That character. Yeah, but
0: that wasn't really much of, uh, I guess, it's a little bit. A little bit. Not, little not bit, too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? not
1: too he much. made a few phone calls. He did a little, You know what I mean? Made a few calls, went to a hotel. There's a little bit of that. But yeah. You,
0: yeah, he made a few phone calls where he's looking over his shoulder. Just yeah. Everybody can watching him. Yeah, know? it's less
1: about the, the nuts and bolts. It's not like spotlight. It's more about the decision, the gravity of these decisions, and how murky things are between uh, the paper and also the subject. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff going on. In this, yeah. in this, in this uh, movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, specifically, I know you can go on a whole monologue about this movie, so mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and start?
1: Oh, I love this movie. I, I think it's underrated and stuff. A lot of people enjoy it. It's gotten very positive views and stuff, but I think it's underrated. I think it's, it's close to being like a great, great Spielberg movie. You know what I mean? This I really, I saw it like a month ago and it sort of stayed with me. It's really. It's a good, really strong movie. I
0: think it's underappreciated. So well, I, I think I think if you watch it, you the reason why it stays with you is because it's it reflects our current times. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for you to ignore the fact. Oh, hey, that kind of happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, that kind of happened in the movie. You know, it was like it is a reflection of our times right now. And I kind of like that. Speaking of which, I kind of like the idea that they use the actual Nixon tapes for the Nixon se- right. segments.
1: Yeah. They didn't do a thing where they, some guy in bad makeup and stuff like that was, was acting or playing Nixon and stuff like that. It's just the back of his head and it's like his, the real Nixon tapes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, like, I thought good, that, was, I thought that was pretty smart.
0: Yeah. That was pretty smart. Cause I mean, it, the, the things he said were pretty outrageous Yeah And you, kinda, you can kind of hear it from here And then once again reflected with yeah. our current time
1: Yeah, in, in a way you can kind of mentally You can literally replace uh, Nixon's voice for our current president's voice and you, and you get the same effect, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's, a, it's, it's a smart move Not to uh, hire actors to play Nixon and stuff Yeah,
0: okay. I, th- I think a lot of people question this But who is the actual main character of this movie?
1: Uh, if you define a main character as far as uh, as as far as having an arc where uh, the character changes from the beginning of the movie to the yeah. end of the movie is Meryl Streep. It's Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah. Meryl Streep, yeah. the
0: the market thing makes it seem like Tom Hanks is the main character, yeah. but it really is not. It's it's Meryl Streep.
1: Yeah, my whole thing is this movie is an ensemble movie, and the besides Meryl Streep, everybody's. Uh, characters defined by their actions. You know what I mean? How they pursue things, how they how they talk, and disgusting how they break things down. You know, it's all action kind of and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Their actions define their character. Is their defined characteristics and stuff like that? But Meryl Streep is the one character that has a, a arc. You know what I mean? Right. At right. the beginning of the movie, she's very. There's a great scene at the beginning of the movie where it, she, she has a breakfast with Tom Hanks. Right. Right at the beginning. Yeah. And it's a brilliant scene where you set up both characters and stuff like that. Uh, uh, What's Tom Hanks plays that classic kind of American who who always who thinks he's always right. You know what I mean? He always has his way and stuff like that. And Meryl Streep, you know, I, I
0: want to say classic America, classic male dominated. Yeah, well,
1: I, well, if you want to go there, yeah, <laughs> classic
0: white go male. There. That, that, that was the whole point.
1: Yeah, Presbyterian. You know, uh, privilege and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Everything. You know, it's all about him and stuff like that. Uh, and also, Meryl Streep plays that character. Even though she's like the boss, she's you know she's in charge. She kind of has to. She reveres her opinion, but only in kind of like a non-aggressive way. You know what I mean? She kind of has to say everything like kind of passive-aggressively. You know what I mean? She can't be direct and for, and forthright. You know what I mean? At one point, at the end of the conversation, she has an opinion about – I forgot what it was. I think it was a Nixon wedding. And then uh, Tom Hanks just at the end just shut her down. She He was direct in his opinion about whether they should send somebody to this Nixon wedding. And she, like I said, she had to pussyfoot her, her way around it and stuff, her opinion and stuff like that. And it just shows where – Uh, society is at that time as far as male and female you know what I mean in the workplace and stuff
0: yeah that's the one major theme of the movie that I didn't see coming that it was going to be about Misogynism, <laughs> uh, women, f- uh, the feminist movement—the kind yeah. of thing—I didn't think that they were going to cover that at all. Yeah. But uh, and I thought it was just about the, the pentagon paper. But, yeah. but I would say that's the bigger part of the story as well. Yeah,
1: because like I said, this is the one character that has a one arc in this movie is that uh, that the pro coming into her own full for uh, fully formed uh, arc is uh, Beryl Street, and I think it comes from the fact that the original writer of this script. Is a lady. She's like a oh, 30, is, okay. 31 lady, and her uh, excuse me, her original script was mostly about Meryl Streep's character. It's based on a real life character, obviously. Right. And it was right. mostly about I think Graham is her name and stuff. Catherine Graham. Yeah, her, and, and, and so then when Spielberg got the script, uh, he hired another writer. I think the same writer as Spotlight actually to oh, okay. put to put more of the newspaper stuff in it and stuff. But the heart of the movie is still Meryl Streep and her coming to her own and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think that that was the most one of the more effective parts about the movie is following her her journey from from somebody who she's in charge, but people are just kind of humoring her. Oh, yeah. look at her; she's in charge, yeah, but and, not really that kind of thing. And, you
1: know? uh, I mentioned this to Albert before. Uh, Spielberg does it in very subtle ways, and he doesn't. It- very in kind of very uh, obvious ways and stuff like that. there's obviously scenes where she there's a scene at the end where he's talk, she's talking to a lady uh, a, a clerk right about you know oh the, the clerk said oh this means so much to me and stuff like that that's a very obvious way but it's also very subtle ways too because in the beginning uh, in a, most of all her scenes in the beginning it all involves her being a socialite she's always having dinner she's always having parties right. and stuff like
0: that you know what I mean so she you know she's coming from this world I like those the point of the one scene where where they're all sitting in the dinner table and then the guys are going to talk politics so yeah. the Girls are like, okay, I guess we get oh, to walk yeah. out now.
1: Oh, she doesn't have to go. She doesn't she have to go. She doesn't have yeah. to go. She is actually, she's the boss. She's in charge. She actually should stay in the male part of it and stuff like that. And another subtle thing I mentioned to Albert was another to me one of the underlining messages of this movie is in regards to like what happened in Vietnam, the Pentagon Papers, and all that stuff. I think something else Spielberg is trying to say is we wouldn't be in this mess if there was more women in charge, or even positions of powers. You know what I mean? Right. At one point, one of the reporters listed all the people that had access to this paper. You know what I mean? It goes all the way back to, like, Eisenhower, Kennedy. They listed all these names. And it's all male names. You know what I mean? It's all guys' names. You know what I mean? So that's another powerful message of the movie. And I I was also talking to you, Albert. There's a lot of scenes where... Uh, a lot of uh scenes where she's going into room she's sitting at the table so it's kind of like a on some of subconscious thing of you know you need women at the table you need them in positions of power and stuff like that they need access otherwise we'll you know vietnam is almost like a metaphor or like a, you know like a consequence of that you know what i mean so yeah. but
0: but going back to the beginning they they were kind of like the part where she was on the table and mm-hmm. she was allowed to say things mm-hmm. She couldn't put get herself to say anything. Yeah, she punted. because because yeah. society has pretty much trained her. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're not supposed to speak up. Yeah, right. I, I mean, even Tracy Letts' character, the, her her advisor, yeah. you know, she he was gonna let her speak, mm-hmm. but he noticed she wasn't gonna say anything, right. so he just went ahead and did even it. Even though they practiced it, even yep. though they've gone over
1: a million yep. times, she was just never really. Uh, you're right. Prepared by society, and you know, to be in that position, you know what I mean. She was never, you know. Uh, and also another thing is It's never too late to, It's never too late man She's like in her mid 50s I think 60s I thought in this movie I guess so sure Yeah so yeah It's never too late to step up It's never too late to learn I mean the thing is, I, Another thing I liked about it is. She, uh, as far as the, the decision to, to publish the pen She has two cracks at it She they, she had to make That decision twice Right you Right. Know, you know what I mean So I, the first time she did she was, It was kind of hesitant She was still kind of You know going back and forth And stuff like that And the second time she did it, She was more sure She had more information well, She was more confident well, well let's
0: go yeah. back To the first time yeah. Okay, The first time where, where she was put The position like Oh you have to like she was hoping that you would not get the papers, right? Because I think it was easier for her to say like, "Okay, let's do it." If you have the papers, Weak, wing, you know, weak, wing, you know, oh, yeah. like, like, uh, uh, but really inside, she's like, "I hope they don't get the papers, yep. right?" Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they get to the position where she has to deal with it, mm-hmm. and all these guys are telling her like what she's supposed to do, and mm-hmm. that that scene was kind of weird to me because it seemed like she really didn't really think it through. It mm-hmm. kind of just. Happen mm-hmm. like she just oh just go for it kind yeah. of
1: thing and I think it's, it's the movie trying to show she you have to do you do have to mature into positions of powers and stuff like you know it's one thing yeah to be thrust upon it is one thing but you do have to be you do have to kind of grow into it and stuff like that you know so yeah
0: yeah yeah I mean it's an all star ensemble cast mm-hmm. um and and you know I guess we should talk about Tom Hanks since mm-hmm. the marketing wants us yeah. to talk about Tom mm-hmm. Hanks and I mean he was good but I I think like you're saying. In terms of an arc, he didn't really have much. Right. The the arc happened completely at the end, where he realized, "Oh right, she she." I, I don't I never understood Catherine Graham's position, mm-hmm. in in I never understood that, and then right. he kind of like tried to adjust to understand it at the right. end, which I thought was nice.
1: Right. Yeah. The thing is, uh, the his thing wife
0: is, told him to right, exactly.
1: <laughs> And then the thing is At the end of the day though it's it, He's great He's you know The accent and all that He's great and fantastic But at the end of the day He's more or less The same character As he was at the beginning of it Right And stuff like that You know he doesn't have The biggest arc Like I said nobody really has Arcs and stuff Except, uh, except for except except, Graham uh, Except for Graham And stuff like that But yeah, yeah But he's really good Like every This is a true ensemble piece And it's like Two sets of ensemble pieces too Right There's one at the post And there's one at Catherine uh, The Graham's inner circle Is a, a ensemble You know what yeah. I mean Yeah And the way They the kind of then the way she kind of moves between the, these two ensembles and the way Spielberg tells the stories of these two and they kind of come together, it's masterfully done. It's really well done. Mm-hmm.
0: It is, it is. But in a way, it was. It also kind of played off like a stage play. Mm-hmm. Like you could literally like like reenact this on a stage because yeah. there wasn't really much in terms of like visual effects or whatever. Yeah. I mean, everything was good, but everything could have been shown on a stage. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody goes ahead and goes like, "Hey, let's make this. Let's make this a stage play." Yeah,
1: it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh... It's a strength. It's a very dialogue-driven movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Of course, he and, shot
0: this like within like what six months or whatever. Yeah,
1: the story goes he got he read the first draft. I mean the uh, the, the the first uh, script by the by, by the lady. Like I said, in February they reworked it, reworked it, and they shot it. I think so, sometime in April and they finished it re- pretty soon. It was, right. it's, pre- it's pretty amazing. It's a
0: pretty fast production time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really fast and stuff. And the thing is, during that, even during production, he's very spontaneous about. Uh, Working the script And shooting new material I was I I saw some behind the scenes interviews You know the beginning scene Where The Vietnam
0: scene hmm? The Vietnam scene No
1: not the Vietnam scene The one where the Yeah close to it It's the The character The the Danny Rand uh, Iron Fist Decides to Uh to uh wait, wait—that was Danny Rand. No, no, his name was Danny Rand.
0: Remember was okay. he, <laughs> right, he, he? guy. Yeah, yeah he, he worked for the
1: Rand Corporation. Something right. He, his name was Danny. That is also The first thing I thought of, dude Yeah, Danny <laughs> right. It's Iron Fist. Oh my god, I actually <laughs> prefer this Iron Fist. You know than the Netflix one. But anyway, so that there's a scene where he he's in Vietnam. He sees what's happening, and then Bob Mac Bob McIner yeah t- pulls him uh, in uh, Air Force One. Ask him hey, how's Vietnam doing, and he says it's about the same. And he, the Bob McInerney goes ballistic. He says, "You hear that? This is bullshit. This is horseshit. Vietnam is 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 a mess. It's terrible." And then when he gets off the plane, uh, Bob Mac- Bob McInerney, when the mics in front of him, in front of the press, he says, "Oh, it's if it's doing great, it's fantastic." Right. So anyway, th- that whole sequence was actually it was a story that they heard during production, and they shot it, and they wrote it, and they, sh- they scripted it, and they shot it. During production, you know what I mean? Because he's the guy who actually decided to turn or leak the papers. He's actually one of the few individuals that's still alive right now, right? Oh, really? So, so anyway, okay. so during the whole process of talking to him and interviewing him, that be, that became part of it and stuff like that. So they shot it and they, you know. It's, it's, so it's a really remarkable piece of work. You know what I mean? He shot a, a movie, edited a movie, and rewrote the movie all within one year. It's, it's remarkable, yeah.
0: It is, it is. Uh, but like I said, I mean, there was sort of the Vietnam scene. I don't think there was a lot of, like, Really hard production value you know, mm-hmm. In terms of like Making the movie It really It really fell on the, the writing And the actors And that's kind of What made it work
1: Yeah But the thing is to, Spielberg is a fantastic director There's Like I said There's a lot of stories A lot of stuff going on They, they, they have the on papers Where they Unlike most McGuffins, Actually kind of Go into detail What it is And what the significance Of it is and so Well on.
0: not complete In detail it is it. it is more or less a MacGuffin. You kinda mm-hmm. have the broad idea of what the what the Pentagon's papers are, but but it's not like they actually went deep into what it was about. Yeah, they they in they, details. Yeah.
1: But in, in, in usual M- M- MacGuffin, people are just sort of just chasing and stuff like that. But they, uh, this is the MacGuffin where they actually have it and they kind of open it up and tell you, you know, I mean? is there a smoking gun in there? No, the movie even says there's no smoking gun. But like I said, there's there's passages, long passages that tell you the significance. It goes back because it goes back such a far, far uh, into the past and stuff. Anyway, so uh, what was my point? Shoot, now I lost the thread. Shrug. God ah, damn it, <laughs> I lost the thread now. So anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then the thing is, all these story elements and Spielberg in you know, his camera work and all that stuff never lose track of it. You are never really kind of confused as where the movie is or what what uh, uh, the character motivations are. You know what I mean? And it's it's really marvelous. It's beautiful. It, even though you're saying there's no special effects, there's no big uh, what do you call it? There's no like uh, there's no big uh, tapestry scenes. It's be- it's a beautifully shot movie. You know what I mean? It it's, is it's gorgeous to look it, at.
0: It's cinematic, but at the same time, it's not. That's kind of my argument about that.
1: Yeah, but the thing, it's it's I I think you're giving it a nine of credit. The camera work is amazing and stuff. Oh sure, sure, it, sure. The, the eye of sight and stuff like that in the, in the movie it's it's beautiful and stuff. And the costuming is 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 really beautiful. Yeah, like the I said. The only tech- thing I didn't like though, as far as like you know the, okay, what you're talking on. about, is the bad uh, wigs, the bi- back hair. Pe- oh, bad, fine, fine. The fine. bad hair, yeah. hair yeah. pieces. It's really bad. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, like I said, technically everything is well crafted, mm-hmm. filmmaking top notch and all that stuff. I just say like like from a layman's term, everything looks kind of just. There mm-hmm. you know uh I like to point out the one of the best scenes in the movie is the scene where they're trying to uh, get the paper out, like mm-hmm. they're at his house and yeah. they're trying to get the, that's one of the best sequences in the movie yeah. and then it made they made it even better when Jesse Plemons show up as the lawyer because mm-hmm. that was very curious because it's yeah. like you, you kind of forget that Hey, uh is this illegal that we're yeah. doing? You know, and then he has to like get into action and I thought that was fast. Yeah, it's
1: really good cuz uh, what like The movie starts with a set of, a set of ensemble characters and then yeah, you're right. In that scene, they added two more characters to the ensemble and have their opinions stuff of that. Two actually Jesse Plemons and the guy from the office. right, right. And right. the other guy from Silicon Valley. yeah, he's a so there's like two lawyers in there yeah it's it's really good it's really well yeah. done
0: it, it's really well done it, it is a story that I think a lot of people should watch that's the thing mm-hmm. too it's very impressive it's I very really it. very relevant <laughs>
1: yeah the only thing i mean i mean if you want a little bit of uh what do you call it, a little of criticism I have i love Spielberg and all that stuff, but he can also be he can be subtle, but he can also be really really on the nose you know what i mean uh, oh sure, sure sure, yeah, like this whole thing at the at the end when the Supreme Court reveals uh the decision and stuff like that, there's this obvious scene where, what do you call it, the, the New York Times, you know, the big boys, they they're, they stand in front of the press and stuff like that, but the Washington paper sort of goes to the people, you know what I mean? And then, so that's, so you get what what, what he's trying to say, you know, the, the post is of the people and stuff like that. But then they read off the Supreme Court decision, which again, says kind of the same thing, you know what I mean? You're doubling down the same thing and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And there's a scene, like I said, where at, also towards the end, where sh- the um, Graham character goes to some Supreme Court and this lady clerk, what do you call it? T- tells her how 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 grateful she is. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like it's like all right, we we kind of get it. It's, it's about female empowerment and stuff like. You don't have to hammer the point home and stuff like. True, but,
0: it's sure, right, but she, it you know? is one of the major themes in the movie. Yeah, but you don't have to. Yeah, you, you It was a nice. It was a nice touch because it adds a little bit of humor to it. Because look, look look at this. It was a black lady, right? Huh. It was a black lady too, right? I think she was not.
1: Eastern a- Asian, I think. I think. Indian, sure. I think. Either way,
0: it, it was that it was that kind of a thing. And then yeah. when she was walking out of the courthouse, you know, everything the crowd was segregated between women yeah. and men. Mm-hmm. And then like the camera focuses on her walking down among her, among the women.
1: Having said that, though, the having said my my little critique there, that is a beautiful line when the, when the lady says uh, what you call the press exists to for the for the governor, not the governor and stuff. Like that. It's a it's a beautiful line. I don't know. They probably the Supreme Court whoever wrote that. It, that's probably real line, right? From real life. Probably I have seen it. a so. beautiful line. And the other thing I didn't like was in the very first scene with the, at Vietnam. You know that music they play? That that's the same song they always play for, for Vietnam, Vietnam yeah. era, right? It's like I've I've had I've listened to that since like, I don't know, Platoon or Force Gump mm. and something like that. I've been listening to that same Vietnam that seventies Vietnam song for like forever.
0: I'm sure the the family who owns the rights of that song are just like, go ahead, keep using like,
1: it. Yeah, you do you keep doing it, you <laughs> keep doing it, man. It's the one, it's the one song It's like a Pavlovian thing. Like once you hear it, you're in the seventies, you're in the Vietnam and stuff like that. So yeah.
0: yeah. It's not even in the seventies, it was in the sixties, wasn't it? Sixty-seven. No, I mean, this this movie was based on the sixties, right?
1: When did, when did when did this even take place?
0: Uh, let me see. Does it see right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, more. Uh, okay, I don't have it offhand right here.
1: Google. <laughs> when did the on Papers get released? But it's, it's a really good movie though. I, I I love this movie. This is one strong. This is this is a mu- this is a, a nice little comeback for Spielberg after the BFG. BFG. <laughs> yeah.
0: BFG. BFG. Um, so some people have questioned, what if the what if they focus on the New York Times more? What's in the Times, right? Right. What if they focus on the New York Times more? than what happened with the post? Like, that's a whole group of characters that clearly had a different story. Mm-hmm. and then, But this one focus on the post for obvious reasons. Yeah. But uh, it would, I think it would have been interesting if there was, like, uh, another movie focusing on their side.
1: Right. Of the story. I think there's a couple of reasons. One, obvi- one is because there's a movie called, uh, which one is All the Presidents Men?
0: Oh, was it based in Dallas too? Yeah.
1: No, yeah. The pres- all the President's Men sort of- Oh, focused- set in the
0: early 1970s. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, All the President's Men is a very famous movie starring Hoff- Dustin Hoffman and uh, Robert Redford, right? And that was about uh, Woodward and Bernstein and the whole Nixon thing, depending- the Watergate oh, thing. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm- so he wanted to follow that tradition <laughs> and stuff. Like, so he wants to follow that. And also there's a sort of like an underdog story element to it. Which you, you won't have for the New York Times and stuff like that, right? And then there's a there's another part of this uh, uh, story where at towards the end, every newspaper sort of join join in with the post. Remember that scene where he says, "I always wanted to be part of a rebellion," and he takes out all these newspapers. Everybody started publishing yeah. the, the. That was the, a yeah. nice scene. Yeah, yeah nice I don't scene. think. Yeah, I don't think that works if you have the New York Times and stuff like that. And like it's and there's another aspect where. The New York Times, yeah, was the first person out there, you know what I mean. But it maybe it takes a little bit more courage to double down on on something, you know what I mean? Because the 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 White House already shut down the New York Times. Maybe you know it takes a bigger set of balls to to defy the 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 White House a second yeah. time. And, and, you know and the
0: I mean? person didn't even have balls.
1: Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> there it's,
0: you go. Uh, speaking of Woodrow Bernstein, Bernstein, Bernstein. Um, did the movie have to end in like? A studio franchise building sequel? Yeah. Well,
1: I, did you hear Kevin Smith's... Uh, no, no, I, I did not. I have not. No, Kev, apparently, because I haven't seen uh, All the President's Men. Have you seen it? No. All the President's Men, that old movie from the, from the 80s or whatever, that movie starts with the Watergate break-in. So Kevin Smith think, thinks is like, oh, Spielberg is doing an homage. It's like a Rogue One situation where you can actually tack on the <laughs> end of this, the post, to the beginning of all the Washington, uh, all, all the, the President's, President's Men. Men. And then it'd be, hey, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's what, interesting. That's I, I should go
0: watch all the President's Men. Yeah, I know. I heard it's a really good movie. I yeah. heard it's a really good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. All right. Anything else you want to add to this? Uh, I think it's terrific. I just think it's terrific. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not one of my all time favorites, but it, it's a really good movie. I think
1: it's one of uh, Spielberg's better movies. I think it's one of the top 10 movies of the year. But it's not all timer, like I said. Yeah. But exactly. It's good. I liked it a lot. It's right. It's really well done.
0: All right. Thanks for listening. Jamming. where can people find you online?
1: On Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U.
0: Yes, and the other, yeah. Anyways, and uh, this is Albert. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert5x5. Uh, I saw a movie blog, comic strip, and the other podcast and stuff in Junk Show, which me and Louis, the real one, not the Jamming one. Hey! Uh, where we talked about Nintendo. It's Nintendo, me, Louis. Nintendo. Uh,
1: when are we doing the, the summer get, box office draft?
0: You can find all that in uh, whoatworstwide.com. Uh, if you want to send comments, send it to why at gmail.com via our Facebook page or to the website. If you want to show your support, just head over to com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the White access find them at com. All the links and information can be found at com as well as the show notes. So, uh, without spoiling the movie, tell me about Paddington 2.
1: Panchin too. is a magical movie. It is is well told, is well shot. It's 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 very uh sweet and gentle and stuff like that. And it's, um, it's a, and just like the post it is a movie for our times. It's about xenophobia. And Seriously? Like, yeah, it's a movie about immigration and stuff like that. And the and you know how it uplifts a community and stuff like that. It's a it's a really well done. You know what I mean? Actually, I want to mention something too. Every movie and every piece of art is of its time. You know what I mean? Some people complain, say, "Oh, this thing's too preachy." Like, you know, it's a little too on the nose. But like I said, every piece of art going back, and, you know, books, paintings, whatever, is of its time. It's commenting on what's going on. And Paddington is just like that. It's in the to me it's in the great tradition of like uh Pig in the City, Pig in the City 2, Baby you know, in the City, ba- Baby in the City and stuff like that. Where it's kind of a kids movie but it has very adult themes and stuff like that. It's a great great movie. It's actually an early entry for one of the best movies of the year. Paddington 2? Yeah, Paddington 2.
0: Is it directed by the same guy? Same guy, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I this guy's name is Peter King or something. I believe Peter, Peter King. Like he, I think that's his name. Who's
0: Peter King? No, the director. Oh, so it's different from the first one. No, was what's the director of the first, thing, first one? The one who did the Harry Potter movies. No, no it's not. It's not. He, no. So this is a different director.
1: No, no, no. The, the 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 director of of the first panton is not David Yates. Oh, it's, it's not? Like, yeah, it's like Tom King or Peter King or something like
0: that. Was it just the uh the producer or something?
1: I it may be thinking about the producer, but yeah.
0: Panitone movie, according to this. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, Sally Hawkins was in the first one, too. Did she come yes. back? And, she back, they all, Are they all back she in She does not F a fish in this one. She what? She
1: oh. does not F a fish. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, everybody's back, including the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, Paul King. Paul King. Paul King's, King's the director. Yeah.
1: yeah, this is like his second movie. He's actually a BBC guy from what I can remember. This is one of his early, He's only had a few movies out. Yeah. I think this is a, a, a director to keep an eye on. He has a bright future. It's really well done. It's a beautiful movie. I can't again. I don't want to spoil it too much. But it's a it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Not just for kids, but for adults, for everybody. You
0: know what I mean? Would yeah. you need to have seen the first one to watch this? Uh, not really. No.
1: Okay. Because the, the the beginning of it, uh, this part of this movie, there's, there's the, the the main plot of the movie, uh, it's it it gets set up in the in the opening five minutes. Cool. You know, cool. So you don't you don't need you don't need to see the first movie to to enjoy this one. And this is an improvement on. The first one, it's better directed, it's better written, it's better acted. Well, I think part like of that. it
0: too, because the first one was an origin story, and you yeah. know how I feel about origin stories. Uh, this one, the second one, at least, yeah. The, uh,
1: uh, Paddington, the his, his planet, it blew up, but right before <laughs> the planet blew up, his his parents put him in the wait, oh man, <laughs> and then
0: and then he was he was banished, he left the island that he can't <laughs> return sorry. to,
1: and because of our yellow sun, he's he's super powered now. Yeah. But
0: but Paddington too. big... Big big thumbs up, you and pay. then his family was killed, so he's out for justice. <laughs> In a dark alley, <laughs> the, all,
1: all the theme wanted was a pearl. But oh,
0: do, do they, does he still do the same style where a lot of the shots is just Paddington's face?
1: No, no, it's it's a, honestly this is it's heavily influenced. I think a little bit by Guardian of the Galaxy. Really, it's really kind of like a bat, it's they treat Paddington just. Like any other character You know what I mean It's just The same way they treat Rocket Raccoon they, The way they shoot it It's just back and forth You know what I mean oh,
0: you know, I kind of I like that style In the beginning Where a lot of It was very um, It's like his head Is always framed In the mm-hmm, camera mm-hmm. Like so they don't They don't do that anymore
1: Well they do it In the sense that no, Well if, they, like I said They frame it in, in Like any other character You know what I mean they don't, they don't have a special Kind of angle or anything like that. It's just like any other
0: like, You know what I'm talking about yeah. Right what? In what the first mean? movie well, What A lot doing? of the stuff For you Is him looking at the camera there's oh, do
1: like that? No, 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 no,
0: nothing like that. Oh, no, really?
1: Yeah, they, they, you were talking about like like when he uh, looks directly at that yes, the, yes, the whole uh, of the lamp style? No, not not.
0: not I no, actually not kinda, like, I actually liked that in the first movie because it it kind of it kind of gave it a little bit of a personality to to do that. No. It was almost like um, what's his name? Oh, uh, Anderson guy. Wes oh, Anderson. Oh, right, right, Anderson. It was almost a like kind of a style where it's mm-hmm. very. Very picturesque frame. It's very yeah. framed.
1: There's a little bit of that too, because there's a there's a sequence where it's like a because it's because it's based on a pantheon book. It kind of opens, you know, uh, in that angle. You know what I mean? It Opens. There's a sequence where it kind of opens. Uh, I, I can't. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it, it kind of opens like a book. Okay. You know what I mean? It opens like a book. It's it's framed uh, vertically, vertically, and stuff like that. You know how Wes Anderson's always his stuff always goes left and right and stuff like that. Right. It does a sequence like that. You know what I mean? And there are sequence. There is one sequence. Where he is just looking at the camera, but it's just it's for a gag and stuff like that. But everything else, it is, like I said, it's just shot like Paddington is one character and and the other characters okay. like, you know, they're talking to each other and stuff. Very yeah.
0: nice. It's really good. All right, I'll try and watch it when I can, whenever that is.
1: Oh. <laughs> Seriously, you literally watch every movie and you're not willing. You know, I want
0: to watch Paddington too. Oh, But not you not. know, I have this problem right now in Movie fast, so so there's that. All right, this mm-hmm. has been another episode you're of drunk. Spoilers Please, which is part of the Who What Wear's lineup.